1: I think you should start us off today. You think
2: I should? Yeah, you haven't done it in a while. All right. How's it going?
3: <laughs>
2: How you
1: doing?
3: How you doing?
2: <laughs> all right, we'll start over.
1: <laughs> it's Mike and John got it going on here in our headquarters at REMAX Platinum and our good friend Jordan Genso making sure we're all set up here for today's podcast. Of course, we've got local news. You want to check it out, you can do so by going to mikeandjohnpodcast.com Local news brought to you by our friends at Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. Of course, sidewalks are in, you can make shopping real easy for you now. You can shop online, visit them on Facebook. And if you're interested in getting a custom designed diamond, they can take care of you because they're getting ready for their trip to Antwerp, Belgium, the diamond capital of the world. Find out all the details at cooperandbinkleyjewelers.com or better yet, stop by and visit Mark and Barb in downtown Brighton, Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. Appreciate their sponsorship. And today, we're going to learn about life. Yeah, well, oh, we are?
2: Yeah. Oh, I wasn't prepared for that. Serial, then. I was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. I prefer the original. Like Mike is He likes it. Yeah. Uh, and you mentioned Remax Platinum. Mean, you yeah. know, our neighbor uh, here in the Remax building is Lisa Regato. Welcome. Thank you very much. I'm Thank happy yeah. to be here. Have you complained to management about a shed in the Homeowners Association? <laughs> you're literally on the other side of this wall. And I know uh, a couple weeks ago you walked by and you're like, Am I too loud? I'm like, are we too loud? And I, somehow, I think maybe the noise just cancels well, I it out. I think it must because
0: yeah. I am always more concerned for you guys because you're recording and, and trying to have a little more um, clarity on what's going on over here, whereas me over there, it's not, it doesn't matter uh, so much. I don't
2: know about that.
1: Uh, I think it's too loud. It's John's fault. <laughs> yeah. well,
0: that, right. Usually, that I will It Usually, yeah. is <laughs> it is my fault.
2: Uh, so you do. I mean, is it, it? What would be? Is it life coaching, personal coaching? How would you refer? to it?
0: It's life coaching, okay. and that's really the 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 simplicity of it. I do a lot of I meet with a lot of different people on a lot of different reasons for um, different things, but it all comes down to. If everything in your life is in balance then it translates into the other areas of life so personally you're dealing with something that is challenging whether it could be you know relationship issues or financial issues it's going to impact you on a professional level and likewise if you're dealing with struggles finance or professionally it can impact you personally so it's kind of finding that balance between the two and um, and and making it all work
1: so we haven't seen people because we're here only for a short period of the week uh, we haven't really seen people come into the office. Do you do you meet with them inside your office, or is it all Zoom or via phone or, or a combination of everything?
0: Yeah, it's a combination of everything. Uh, there are some clients that I go to their um, their offices to meet with them. A lot of people come here, but I also do a lot of Zoom. I didn't do any Zoom before COVID, and i um, oh. kind of expected, like I most I've... of us
2: did
1: not, <laughs> Exactly, right? <laughs> and, and did 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 your business? or your clientele increase during or after COVID or even as a result of COVID?
0: That's a great question because I really sort of expected it to decrease, (laughs) but it actually increased. And in fact, my husband who... isn't always the most optimistic person he said you know you're probably you know this is gonna be the first thing people cut you know because a lot of my my customers my clients are um corporate where they hire me to work with their employees kind of like here at remax but um i got a call from one of my bigger clients at the time and he's like i want to talk to you and gary's like yeah see Mm." (laughs) and they go
1: oh Uh, "Oh, gary Gary." (laughs) Gary. negative
2: (laughs) Gary.'
0: And I, and, the, and the, the president of the company was calling to say, you know, our, our employees are really struggling. I think I want a few more right. people to be meeting with you. And so that was like a, a very pleasant surprise in the midst of... That time. Well, if
2: we all think back on that time, because like when the shutdown first happened, you're all like, "Oh, it'll be a week or two, and we'll get through it," and and then it's
0: more it's a year later.
2: So,
1: <laughs> what? I mean, not to get too specific, but maybe to generalize a little bit, with with what you saw as far as those increases in in, in people, what were some of the the, the most common? Uh, troubles that people were talking with you about.
0: It was really, I think, being stuck at home because even though they were working, it was like you had family stuck right. at home, parents who were trying to homeschool their kids, spouses who were stuck in the same place, you know, without without space. That was so challenging for people. So you know, being able to work with them through that, through you know, one of the things that I'm I'm a big proponent of is. Um, identifying what you want kind of like where are you versus where do you want to be so kind of working through that process with them and finding those nuggets of areas that you can change in a situation where you didn't feel like you had a lot of options
2: yeah so i guess uh for for a lot of folks i mean i I guess what is the difference between say life coaching and say a therapist i mean i know you you know because it sounds like Oh, what, a lot of what you do someone might think oh that's what you go to a therapist for but what's the difference there? that's
0: that's also another great question <laughs> <Look at that.
2: laughs> thank you
0: <laughs> <Poor>. <laughs> because I've had people say well you're not a therapist but I it was a client of mine who actually said no you're not a therapist but coaching is therapeutic and I think the difference is that I meet people where they are which I'm not saying therapists don't do that but it's it's I work probably more in what is um uh, surface level things like occurrence things right so i think therapists do a lot more deep diving into like past and i'm not saying that we don't sometimes bring up past and and kind of how did we get to where we are and what happened in the past that may have brought us there but mine is more about what are you doing now what's impacting you now what choices are you making now and how can we you know get different results
2: is that maybe where the coaching part comes in because i think with therapists. Uh, and my wife is a psychologist so I somewhat know this but I mean I think their job is to like you said kind of do a deep dive psychologically and talk about those issues but what I think they tend to shy away from is telling you what to do or you know saying well this is what you really should do more or less I think they're talking about various issues and and maybe something like that sounds like but from the coaching perspective, the life coaching perspective—not that you tell people what to do—but I think you offer more of a maybe a path.
0: That's exactly correct. Yes, and it and it's that ability to be able. To, I help my clients all the time, especially potential clients when I'm meeting with them. It's like I will I link arms with you. We t- together develop a plan that's going to work for you, and then I have that support and accountability for you. So if they feel like maybe they're not making the progress they wanted, well, let's figure out what obstacle that you've placed in your path that needs to be overcome and so it is a lot more feedback it's not unlike truly sports coaching where you have that objective observer watching you and saying you know what if you make these adjustments you're probably going to get different results so it is very similar to coaching athletics but with the areas of your life right
1: mental athletics.
0: Yeah. Kind of
1: like that. But and and sometimes, you know, as as a trainer, as a, a personal trainer, you know, there are some, some of those things you're referring to as, you know, if you try it this way, you might have uh, better success. But sometimes people have those barriers right in front of them and they refuse to let them go. Yes. So, so how do you deal with that?
0: It is, it's really, it can be very tricky. I have some people who are very ready and willing to look and see, oh yeah, you're right, I am doing that. And some people who are like, no, I don't do that. And I'm like, okay, let's, <laughs> let, but, do, you, <laughs> do you, <laughs> really? maybe, could you possibly be doing that? So we just, I give them a little more time and try to take a little bit of a different perspective. Like, like I said, it's really, really about meeting them where they are, but not letting them stay there. So it's like right. a it's like a gentle let's go together, let's take the next step.
1: Instead of a kick in the butt a little mud. Exactly. A <laughs> <laughs> kind of gentle way.
3: <laughs> to me, I think the life coaching is becoming more and more um, needed because I think um, like personally for me I think I would enjoy that experience because you have these ideas you have somewhere that you want to go, but do you really want to listen to your family and or your best friend? Like, yeah, they don't know. <laughs> do you
1: really want to listen to your family? I mean, they don't know
3: exactly. <laughs> it's it's nice, like you said, to have an outside yeah. perspective to even just maybe confirm that you are on the right path or no, don't go that route. Um, no. So, no. I think maybe a therapist to some people is scarier.
1: A little bit of a stigma. Whereas, yeah,
3: yeah, and like you said, you link arms and you create this path. And I I think that's so comforting and uh, amazing. I think it's taking off.
2: I'm just kidding. (laughs) Do you ever... Maybe suggest therapy for oh, some yes. people? Yeah, okay. Oh,
0: 100%. <laughs> like, that's yes. something maybe
2: would be
1: better.
0: I that's yeah. do. really why we invited
2: Lisa
1: in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this an intervention?
3: <laughs> well, and that would be a prime example of not listening to your family. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like an outside perspective. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. i yeah. I'll do that. Well,
1: and maybe your family's right, but you don't want exactly. to see that. And getting somebody else's perspective yeah. that, that's used to dealing with these different people and different issues. Well, I think
3: another
2: thing that COVID brought out was. Uh, where people uh and i was just talking about somebody about this because they're you know the whole thing about you know no one wants to work anymore and ever since covid no one wants to work and i'm like "Eh, i don't know that that's true i think covid though there was the people when people were at home and were getting checks for that period of time for some people it did offer a moment to go what am i doing with my life you know like wait i'm in this job i'm doing this and okay so my bills are being taken care of and now i have this minute a couple of months Mm -hmm. whatever it was to think like wait a minute what do I really want to be doing and so maybe that's where the the life coaching
0: can be for sure and i think you make a good point too about the family you don't always want to listen to family but i think part of it is family doesn't always want you to take risks right Mm -hmm. Right. family is more about keeping you safe or keeping the financial situation safe or whatever it may be whereas an outside person who doesn't know the limitations that you may put on yourself or that your family may put on you can can ask you questions that get you thinking kind of outside of the norm or the box that's that you're currently experiencing
1: What's the, what's the average age or demographic? for you as far as your clientele
0: interestingly enough i have more men than women which i always when i started my um my profession i really expected it to be more women um but i think women typically have a lot of i have to be able to do this myself i can do be all things to all people and they tend to organically and naturally put themselves at the bottom of the list of of importance and so they're always going to prioritize their children or their husbands or other people guys aren't like that guys are not like that
2: (laughs) so so can say that freely. Not, yeah. No, not putting, uh, not putting me before everybody else.
1: <laughs> We're laughing, but you know it's true.
0: But I, I would say that the demographic is really men between the ages of 40 and 60 is, is probably the most of um, my clients fall into right. that. And that's
2: you think about that time of life. That's where oh, so you know. You, you, I think you, you're shifting out of the early adult years. Mm-hmm. You're more getting into the family, and then even you know, kids are off to school. Mid-life and now, crisis. Like, yeah, exactly. yeah. How many midlife crises <laughs> are you dealing with, Lisa?
0: <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny that. I mean, All right. <laughs> like, no, you do how not need convertible. Crisis. How
1: many midlife <laughs> crises can one guy have?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I'm on number four or five. Right now. Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I want to find out more about uh, how people can get a hold of you and, and, and find out that. So let's, let's take a break here, though, for, for a quick second uh, and remind folks, of course, one of our sponsors is Firehouse Doors. They've been serving Livingston County for more than 25 years, of course, with excellent service, products, and uh, everything that you need. Uh, Firehouse Doors, the company to call, give them a call, 810-599-7480. And uh, uh, also, if you've got a
1: garage, chances are you've got a vehicle to put in that garage I and you want to
2: make sure it gets taken care of by our friends at
1: Murphy's Family Auto. They can take care of all your auto- automotive needs. Simple things from an oil change all the way to engine, electrical, uh, transmission repair, brakes and uh, tires and everything and everything you need for your vehicle. Whether it's SUV, truck, trailer, or even a mobile camper, they can take care of you our friends at uh, Murphy's Family Auto your car knows tell them Mike and John sent you and you'll get a 5% discount all
2: right absolutely all right so for folks who maybe think this might be something I'd like to try out or how, how do they get a hold of you
0: probably the best way is go to my website um, Lisa Regato pretty simple um, and there's a you can fill out a form there that just as a contact um, reach out form and I will respond um, also, you can always call REMAX because I'm here most every day. I am not, um, I have, I see all my clients here, so I'm. it's accessible to people outside of the REMAX family. But um, yeah, that's, my website's probably the best place to go, and there's, you know, gives you a little bit of information of my background, my approach, and um, there's a, a little testimonial video on there too, if you'd like to see some people talking about the coaching experience. And
1: and for most of your coaching sessions, are those, do you do uh, certain time frames? Is it usually a half hour, hour, 45 minutes, or do you just, depending on the client?
0: It's, it's typically 45 minutes to an hour because that's usually how long it takes to kind of get through like initial conversation and then into the meat and potatoes of what they were like working on or, or right. committed to do. So an hour is, is, the very, is the average. Sometimes I have clients who really just want that half hour check in and check out kind of thing.
2: Yeah. Okay. Right. And uh, yeah, so the, uh, up on our screen, we have your website here uh, lisaregato.com, 1T. Yes, because I put two in and it did not take me to the page. Yes,
0: <laughs> a lot of people do that. Yeah.
2: So uh, yeah, absolutely. And they can find all the information there uh, and and find out more. And uh, and you not only like you said you, you see people here, but you're also you know out and about. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and then uh, you know we had you on the podcast last year, mm-hmm. uh, and you've also uh, you know you're very active. You know you write, You're a very active writer.
0: Well, I, yeah, I have, I, I, do have a book out, and um, it was a, a, um, a passionate project of mine. Um, personal information that I, one of the things I always wanted to do was be a mother, and I suffered with infertility, and it was a very emotional journey that I went on, and I felt like writing about it was going to be something that was very healing for me and it was and so but the book is very many stories about women and or not just women i'm sorry people and their relationships with their mothers and how that impacted their life choices and decisions
2: hmm. Interesting. i don't know why but your microphone just cut out <coughs> so I hate when that happens, so Um, we'll just share a microphone. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So, so so talk about that again, uh, just for uh, for those folks maybe that didn't hear quite what you said. Okay. So, so
0: the the book that I wrote is called "Tell Me About Your Mother," and it was a very personal, passionate um, experience for me because I suffered with infertility. And um, so dealing with that in the midst of all of my siblings having, I have 20 nieces and nephews from four siblings. I have an additional, I think, 23 or 25 great nieces and nephews out there. So my family is a very large Catholic Italian family, and being the only one who was infertile was... a very challenging thing for me. So finding a way to express this in a project that was healing is what turned that book turned you into. You were kind of
1: being your own life coach on this thing I, I side, know, you know. It was. I it mean, very yeah. therapeutic.
0: Yeah. So it was. Um, Where
3: can you get this book?
0: You can buy it on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com or in my office okay. on the other side of this wall. Okay. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah so very nice so uh, all right well thank you so much Lisa we appreciate uh, you uh, you know sort of sharing some of that I think it was um, you know very interesting for us to uh, to think about uh, I think career changes you know uh, you know cuz Mike and I had a very public career change change, and um, (laughs) you know so those things come on you sometimes unexpectedly you know maybe you think you see it coming and then it you know kind of hits you like a bus sometimes. Uh, oh, and so. How many
1: people in their 50s uh, and I use that ballpark of you know between 50 and 60 where it's like i um, not quite ready to retire yet but I'm kind of tired of the
2: yeah
1: the world that I'm living in the business world that I'm living in right now and making that jump how many people suffer through like the last five years till retirement so they can get their social security and all that and all that, uh, that kind of stuff you know is that that pretty common because you said you see that a lot you, you have a lot men clients.
0: Yes, and it is, it is pretty common. And the thing that's interesting is a lot of these people in these positions can't really change careers at that point, right? Because you're sort of right. in that, that final stretch to retirement. So it's a matter of finding and shifting the mindset around that career. So finding the things, extracting from it, what you do find gratifying, maybe expanding outside of your career into some other things that are a little more fulfilling. Well,
1: volunteering or something, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: For sure. Mentoring other yeah. people, finding the thing that, that is passionate that you're yeah. passionate about.
2: All right, very cool. Cool. You know, maybe something people might want to think about is maybe they want to go into theater. Maybe they could go into acting. Wow, he's smooth. And if they do, they <laughs> might want to check out the dial. <laughs> Looking for a unique night out? Look no further than the dial. Dining and entertainment. Livingston County's multi-award winning dinner theater. Whether it's date night or the celebration of a special event, the dial offers an unforgettable night of food and live Broadway style entertainment that is sure to earn you a standing ovation. Visit dialtheater.com for tickets and show information. Yeah, so. Always great shows and great dinner with the show too. So check out the absolutely. Dial. Uh, all right. So Lisa Rigato, uh, uh, again, uh, people can go to your website, lisaregato.com, and they can find all about you there. And uh, if you saw Lisa on the podcast, and you're visiting Lisa while we're doing the
1: podcast, yeah. go ahead and knock on the, on, on the, on the wall yeah. so we know.
2: <laughs> well,
1: Give us that. What's, what, what's, what's the, the, the code? Yeah. Yeah, like. That's right. <laughs>
3: knock three times on the A double
1: three knock to let us know that you, you saw Lisa on the podcast and you're, you're next door to us as we speak.
0: <laughs> all right. Thank you guys so much.
3: It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Absolutely,
2: pleasure to have you so much. All right, well, that's it for us, and uh, we'll be back uh, next week. Right? Well, well, yeah. yeah, I I don't know. I was to get some life coaching. Please figure that out. I us out. (laughs) All right. Have a great week.
3: You've been giggling with Mike and John. Tune in next time and giggle on.